and clearly a strong sisterhood was not one of those goals. But you know what? It's all right. Right. So it brings us here today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Hey. What's up? I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. Um I know great. I was just telling you about um I don't know if any of our avid listeners have ever roasted dates in the oven before, <laughs> but let me tell you, Google it before. <laughs> like don't just say because <laughs> you don't you definitely don't know how. Um oh my god. So yeah, what you drinking? A little Yes Way Rosé, baby. Ooh, is that a TJ wine? Sorry, guys. It's okay. We know that pink is the red of Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I'm drinking a red wine from Patagonia. Um, it's a Malbec. That's right. And I was telling you, it's called alpa taco <laughs> alpaca taco I wish everyone it, i wish it was alpaca taco me too it is in my mind taco, alpaca. i don't know i love yeah. it i love it so much yeah i need to go to the store tomorrow refill my wine it's more yeah yeah just didn't have it in the car today honestly wow. after work ellie who all of our avid listeners should know by now is my dog and she decided she was ready for yeah. an hour long snuggle session after work today, which was right I feel like the not feeling well. I don't know what's she might not be her. I know she just needed to cuddle, so I gave that to her, of course. So cute. Yeah, I feel like she's not feeling very well. I mean, not that you don't deserve her cuddles, but <laughs> it was like cuddling well, a lot. Be, for what it's worth, she's growling in the other room right now. I can hear her through the walls, so. Very on brand. <laughs> oh. oh man. Well Sarah. Sarah, guess what? What? Da, 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 da. That's right. I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Don't be one of others. Thanks. Yep. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about something that Sarah and I love. Um, Harry Potter. And we're going to talk about sisters in the Harry Potter universe, which there are not very many. We quickly, alert. we very, we very quickly learned that or realized that when we gave it some deeper thought. However, I think we have two pairs, and we'll talk about some others at the end. We have two pairs of very interesting sisters to discuss, and I think it's interesting in part because it's they're both just so different from our experience in sisterhood. And I think it's absolutely fascinating. So it kind of made me wonder, like, I wonder, even though I'm not really a big fan of JK Rowling right now because of her Twitter and her opinions and that are very hurtful. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on her, but it makes me wonder if she had sisters or if yeah. she was no, actually she has a sister. I know she does. Cause, uh, sorry, I just blurted that out, but she does. Um, her <laughs> sister, I just know this because she read her sister Harry Potter when she was like about to send it to the editor. Like that, her sister was her oh, like, wow. person that read it. So yeah. I just say that because sisters' relationships in these books are really complicated and weird. There's mm -hmm. not just like a good yeah. bond. 
I mean, there are with no. like side characters, but sisters that are like highlighted aren't. Yeah, they're not that great. No, they're just like, and yeah, they, there's not a lot of love between them. But I think where they show their love, at least in, well, yeah, I mean, for all four, I think the where they devote their love is really interesting, even though sometimes it's evil and sometimes it doesn't make sense and all that stuff. I think what they, ch- the routes they chose for their life, I just is fascinating. And clearly a strong sisterhood was not one of those goals. But you know what? It's all right. Right. So it brings us here today. So, <laughs> uh, so who should we start with first? We have Bellatrix Lestrange and Narcissa Malfoy as one sister duo. And then we have Petunia Dursley and Lily Evans or Lily Potter right. um, as the other sister duo. So who should we start with? I don't know. They're both kind of sad, but one involves... Well, they both involve death too. Gosh, I don't know. So Wash, why don't you right. start? And then, you know, as we do, I'm sure I'll jump in as I'm sure you'll jump in when oh, we're talking yes. about the Black Sisters and it'll be great. Yeah. So when I was just sort of reviewing stuff today about Lily and Petunia, it's weird because I read these books as a kid, you know, so... I had little to no empathy or, you know, care for Petunia. I right. thought she was horrible because she is. I mean, she's she's so mean to Harry. She's not motherly at all. She's just yeah. really mean. But when I was reading it about it today, I honestly felt like bad for her because truly I cannot imagine what what no, you finish, you finish and then I will... I have a comment. But you finish your thought. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I can't imagine if my sister, who I love dearly, got to go to Hogwarts and I didn't. I don't know if I'd ever get over that. I'm not even kidding. Like, I can't imagine if I didn't have magical abilities and that jealousy, that deep-seated jealousy and that longing and heartbreak. Like, damn, as like a kid, as like a 10-year-old kid... That's hard. Like talk about a way talk about a way to learn like <laughs> the hard way that you're not like the this sounds so mean, but like she was clearly not the special child. She was clearly not the one exactly. that was gonna like right. bring in and I, you know that sucks. And you know, to your point about how like having no sympathy growing up when reading and you know, JK she writes some of these characters in such an exaggerated way. Like they're almost like cartoonish, like depictions of human beings, you know, they're so traumatized and it's like, it's easier as a kid to read them as that. Whereas when you grow up and you reread them, you read them more as human beings and sure they're just like fictionalized and they're a little bit extra dramatic and a little extra crazy, but like, it's just easier to put them in like, a real human place. And so, yeah, I totally, I mean, it, I see all, of, yeah. I see all of the villain characters in this series, not just, you know, well, I guess both of the black sisters and Petunia so much more as human beings now, instead of just like villains. And so it's just an interesting, cause you like feel bad for them sometimes. Like it's weird. I know. And that's why I think it's brilliantly written because all the characters are really dimensional and have all these different sides 
But I also want to say that being said, like Lily didn't choose to be a wizard. It's not her fault. And the way that Petunia, yeah, she took in Harry, but she abused him emotionally. I would say physically, they starved him. The things that they did to him. And I'm sorry, like, I think a lot of it came from Petunia because of her hatred of James and of Lily. Because Vernon's just, just an idiot and he's like, I hate magic. Like he he hates it. He's whatever. <laughs> but that that is so that's unforgivable. Like I feel bad for her right. as a child, but as an adult, like, come on, like you know better. Like get over yourself. Your sister's dead. Like, God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's fires pretty infuriating. Yeah. It is. It is. And, you know, it's sad, too, for Harry because he's an orphan. And you would think that the only thing, you know, something of comfort would be an aunt who is his sister's, his mom's only sister. And it couldn't be farther from. I mean, there's even moments where Harry kind of, I think there's a, I think it's in the, I don't know when it is. I'm going to totally say it wrong. There's a part where, oh, it's in the fifth book. Um, when Petunia is talking about the Dementors and she like kind of blurts out that she knows that she knows what Dementors are. And for the first time, Harry and Petunia have this connection and she's like really scared that Voldemort's back. And Harry has this moment where he's like, it's the first time I ever like really appreciated that she was my mom's sister. Cause he doesn't even think of her that way because she's awful. (laughs) So it's crazy. It's one of the first times that Harry and Petunia connected on anything, even if it was so surface level, even though it was like, totally, you can't even call that actually connecting if you're comparing it to like, norm, you know, quote unquote, normal families or just like the nuclear, like you just, it's not even comparable. But for Harry, like, he, yeah, he, he and Petunia have like very sparing. I mean, to call them tender moments is a stretch. But, you know, I feel like they have a few moments where they're trying to connect on that level, which is just really, it's just interesting. It's fascinating. And again, it's just such a well-written, like, very toxic family dynamic. I don't know. It's just fascinating. I know. And I, I just, I think of, I mean, we don't really get to know Lily very much in the book. Because she's no longer there. Um, I like to think that she probably tried really hard. And I know there's that scene in the memory where, you know, Lily kind of lets it be known that she knows that Petunia wrote to Dumbledore, which is like so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that moment where Lily becomes catty because she's just like done. She's like, okay, well, you're being awful to me. So I'm going to be awful right back. Um, and to think of, you know, I wonder what those summers were like when Lily came home from Hogwarts and probably just wanted to see her sister so much because she missed her and wanted to tell her all these amazing things. And Petunia, I can see it right now. She probably, she seems like a woman who just like makes up her mind and then there's like no wiggle room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it might breaks for that 12 year old Lily coming home and not having her sister to talk to. Um, it sucks. I guess she hung out with Snape, but whatever. <laughs> Great. BFFs. Do you happen to know, just because I don't off the top of my head, who is older, Lily or Petunia? I'm not sure. 
I want to say Petunia, but I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But then that would be weird because then... I don't know. Here she goes. Ready. Ready. Yeah. I have to know now. Um, yeah. Petunia is the oldest. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So the Petunia Lily story is really sad to me because I think that it's a lot of wasted... I, I think that if Petunia would have grown up a little bit and gotten over herself... I mean, I bet she was devastated when her sister died, but she probably didn't let anybody know. Mm -hmm. I think that she's been bottling it up for so long. And um, just because I think it's that deep-seated embarrassment and shame of not being accepted into something, which is really real emotions. But at the same time, like she couldn't move on from that. So she sort of ruined this whole relationship she could have had and then ruined what she could have had with her nephew, which was the only lasting thing of her sister and her family because her parents are no longer here either. It's so sad. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to just pamper your son who's borderline (laughs) idiotic and your husband who's so boring. Like her life is sad to me. And I know it's it's mostly sad because she made it that way. I'm like, you missed out man i wonder if those feelings are buried so deep like so 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 deep that i wonder if she even realizes how sad the situation is or if she is just like you know what i mean just convinced herself that this is what life is and this is what a good happy normal life is and like just because you know surface level they have a house they're able to pamper their son they're like whatever they have all of these surface level things you need to be quote unquote happy. So I wonder if she just takes all of those things, mm-hmm. ignores all of the pain that's obviously there. Cause she's such a tortured woman. Mm, I know. And just like, or if she has those, you know, if she has those thoughts, like wake her up at night, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. there's so much, well, obviously there's so much we'll never know because hi, it's fiction, but you know, you just wonder. I think she definitely has had those things haunting her. And I think probably, I mean, this is me totally speculating Harry Potter fans. Like you can agree or disagree. Um, I think her scorn for Harry is those bottled up feelings. She doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah. She's just going to take it out on this yeah. kid. You know, and since he's an easy punching bag. Yeah. And there's again, a person who has magical abilities right in front of her face. She can't deal with it. So yeah. Right. Sad, sad story of that sisterhood. And, and I, um, also I'm like, I hope the parents were trying to like intervene and help, but like, I don't know, maybe not. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. I never even thought about them as even people who would have parents, but like, obviously they do. Wow. You know, it's like, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, let's move on to the darker side of things with uh, good old Bella and Sissy. Yeah. <laughs> Bella and Sissy. Let's go. Yeah. So Bellatrix and Narcissa, Black, and then later Lestrange and Malfoy. A very, again, interesting, tortured, dark tale of sisterhood. It's, but I think it's different. Like they, and it, what I think is so interesting about their story throughout, I mean, sure, you, you meet Narcissa kind of early. You hear about Bellatrix, but you don't really meet them until later in the series, until yeah. like 
fifth book is, you know, when things really start unraveling, maybe in the fourth, but no, because she's still in Aspen. Yeah, Um, it's really the fifth. Yeah. And then, and then sixth and seventh. And, you know, aside from Harry seeing Narcissa with, with Draco and um, Diagon Alley and stuff. But I think you really see uh, an instance where love, their respective love for different people really motivated their actions. With Narcissa, mm-hmm. she's such, she just has this intense maternal love. And while the Malfoys can be such evil people, by the end, by the end of the seventh, by the end of the Battle of Hogwarts, all they care about is being together and that they're all together and safe and happy. And that's just like her. Yeah. She stopped caring about the the good side and the evil side. All she cared about was her family together. Whereas Bellatrix, on the other hand, while being married, was so blindly in love with Voldemort. It just totally drove her to being like the most, like she was like, the last Death Eater standing at the Battle of Hogwarts besides Voldemort. Like all yeah. she cared about was his affection, his love. And then there, you know, I totally forgot, which is terrible to be a Harry Potter fan, but until we chatted earlier, until I did a little bit more research, I totally forgot about the third sister of the Blacks, Andromeda, which is Tom Nymphadora Tonks's mom who was, you know, the blood trader married the muggle or was he muggle or muggle born either way. I think he's muggle. Yeah. All she wanted was love. And so she left her evil sisters behind and just wanted normalcy and just wanted something Mm -hmm. stable. And, you know, got that. And honestly, like the most relatable of the black sisters, (laughs) honestly, but I just think it's, you know, and, and, you know, I don't think we've experienced this as sisters in any sort of dramatic way that would have that has had any lasting effect on their sisterhood. But like being in love with someone can totally drive you away from your loved ones can drive you in ways that you didn't realize you would ever go. It's just it's so interesting how that can totally just take you into a totally different place. And I think that's what that's the main thing I saw from this story within a story is that I mean, by the end, they didn't care about each other. They just wanted their people. Yeah. They wanted their, their the people they loved, which is just, you know, I hope if we were at the Battle of Hogwarts, I would just want you to be safe, you know? Yeah. But I also hope we're never at the Battle of Hogwarts, so. To be honest, like, I'm a Hufflepuff, so, like, I wouldn't have been there. Like, I wouldn't have been there. Good point. Good point. Like, I would have... I'm like, a Gryffindor, which I guess I should have been there, but, like, I wouldn't have been either. I wouldn't have no, been, been like guys like call me later. I'll have like a food for you. Like I can't do it. Right. Like we'll order the pizza. Right. Like, Don't worry. I, I'm just I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I just can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. So I oh I actually really think Narcissa is a fascinating character. I think she is someone yeah. who got into a situation and then was like, how do I get out of here? You know, because yes, I, yeah, I think that like, you know, Lucius Malfoy had a lot of money. And so she was like, cool. Mm-hmm. And she had her son Draco, which is all she cared about. Mother. I mean, she is a true yeah. mom, especially when we have to bring it up how she goes and checks to see if Harry's dead. She knows he's alive. All she asks is if Harry goes alive. Yep. Like, that's that's like yeah. deep-seated mom stuff. 
right there. Like that's like, so I watched this, I watched this fantastic video. I actually, I want to find it so I can give credit to who made this video because it was so good. But he said after that scene and it was just, I, I think it's in the book. I just like didn't remember this snippet and it tied the whole thing together so well. It basically said like Harry understood Cause, cause, because after she checks the seed, he's dead. She tells Voldemort that Harry is dead, and but knowing that he's alive. And in my head, when I was, you know, growing up and reading it and whatever, it was always just like, oh, well, she knows Harry will kill him immediately if, or try to kill him again, like immediately if he knows that he's alive. But mm. actually, it's like Harry knew that she would have no way back into the castle to look for her son if he or excuse me, if she had told him that Harry was already dead or if she had lied or if he found out that she had lied. So like she was just looking for her ticket back into the castle to look for Draco. Like that's all she cared about. I just think it's a really interesting perspective. <laughs> By the YouTube channel Movie Flame, they're, um, what's it called when you have the check mark? Verified. Uh, verified. Verified. They're verified. So I guess he's a big deal. So anyway, thank you, Morgan, my good friend, for the video. Yeah, I know you're listening. I know you're our biggest fan. Oh, he's like a top downloader. That's not a thing. Yeah, he was like our first listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I... And I know what you mean about Bellatrix sort of being in, in love. You know, one thing I wish that they would have explored more is her relationship with her husband, Rodolphus, or whatever the hell his name is. Yes. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, because you know, that's just like, we never even see him. So in my mind, like, I don't even think that, like, that matters. And then, you know, we go. So another... Yeah, no, go. What? Another part of this family tree that I just never gave any thought to, but I was, like, freaking out earlier when I was, like, watching the video and cooking dinner. It just, like, didn't occur to me. Like, obviously, Tonks is... She is Draco's cousin. She is the niece of Bellatrix and Narcissa, which I, I knew, but like it never occurred to me. She has never met them. Like they've never met each other. So her first encounter with all of them was at the Battle of Hogwarts, was either in the Department of Mysteries when she's fighting Bellatrix and then also at the Battle of Hogwarts with Draco and Narcissa. Like she's literally never met them. And that was her first time. And Whoa. I just think that's fascinating. Yeah. Well, that's. Oh my god! I know that sucks. Wow, yeah. but just like I don't know. I just think that's wild. Just more family stuff. Obviously, we're going into like cousins and aunts and all that good stuff. But like, yeah. So I learned as Draco and Harry were coming into Hogwarts, Tonks had graduated, graduated or finished or whatever the Hogwarts ter- term is the year before. So they like just missed each other at Hogwarts. Mm. Yeah. Right. She's young. Crazy. That's Yeah. She's also like so cool. He's a Hufflepuff. (laughs) Gotta have Hufflepuff pride. (laughs) Yeah. Don't rub it in. (laughs) I think you're a Gryffindor. You're like the sweetest gene. She's like the coolest kid in school. I know. My my BFFs are Harry and Hermione. So like be jealous. You're like a true Gryffindor. True Gryff. A true, a true Griff. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, I think their story is sad in a different way as like 
Well, you know, it's sad to me. Is it sad for them? I don't know. All they wanted to do was just chase their evil loved ones. So, like, they might be fine. Who knows? They seem like they probably don't really... I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they care? I think they just want... I think that they just want what they want. And I don't think a strong sisterhood is one of those things. Personally. I think... I think a lot of things. So, I think... From Narcissa's point of view, I believe that she is the more sane of the pair. Mm-hmm. And I think that she probably tried for a long time. But I think Bellatrix is so power hungry that there was never going to be like a bond or friendship that that would like be sustainable. I think it was just like, no, that's my sister. And and then she was in Azkaban for like ever. Like you have to think about that too. Like she's been in Azkaban yeah. for like. 10 years. Right. So like, it's right. sort of weird, right? Like then she comes back into Narcissa's life and it's just like, I don't know you because you fucking tortured people. And then now you're back in my life. And you have to keep it in mind too, that Lucius was a total denier that he ever had anything to do with Voldemort. So like, there's that, there's that element mm. too. Like they weren't like openly, like, probably was like talking shit about her sister. It's just a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And I mean, I'm sure as well as it just the just the time that Bellatrix spent in Azkaban, I mean, she had to be driven a little bit mad from all that isolation. Like she did not come out of Azkaban the same woman that she went into Azkaban, being a Death Eater aside, you know? Totally. Totally. You don't it's like crazy. come out of there. Okay. I mean, actually, it's so no. cool. Like the way they the way they depict prison and the wizarding world. I think it's honestly like really similar to how it is in our society. <laughs> I think prison yeah. like messes people up, especially like you read about these stories about people being in solitary confinement. You, you read about prison guards oh that people have to deal with. Like, it's just, I'm sorry. I don't think it's that different. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like hot take. Hot take, Azkaban is real. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so let's go to some of the peripheral sisterhoods. You know, the one I was thinking about is Flor Delacour and her little sister, who I don't even know who is. Um, No, that's not French. Isabel? I don't know. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to... Hold on. We really do a lot of research before these podcasts, as you can tell. Oh, do you want any more guesses? Because right when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Isabel? No, is it? you're Gabrielle. Gabrielle, that's right. Yeah. Me, yeah I, so like, I think that's a beautiful sisterhood, oh. especially when, you know, she's what is taken from Floor in the second task, which I'm sorry, the second task should never... No. And no, no. It, I don't. What the fuck? You can't just take people from people <laughs> and put them underwater and then say you're never going to get them back. No. Bitches. no, they like they like crossed a fucking line. Yeah, like I, I have no words. But yeah, like that's so sweet. And then you know, I think it's cute that like they have a sweet sisterhood. Obviously, like you can tell, like they're like she adores her. No. It's really cute. Um, so that's like a good one. And then, um, we have the, yeah, love, that one. love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, and then we have the Patil sisters 
who are also cute. I love it. Yeah, they're just like cute little twins. Same, actually. I always forget that, but like I love that. So they don't portray it in the movies because the movies are trash. I'm just kidding. I love the movies. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, like, like literally in the fourth movie, when Harry asks them to come to the Yule Ball, they're in the Gryffindor common room. I know. And also, there's this stupid trope in the movies that I hate so much that twins have to just talk at the same time all the time. Right. <laughs> like, no. Stop it. They it doesn't happen. They're their own person. I hate it. But you know, they're like beautiful and wonderful and they totally get treated like shit. I don't remember which one Ron goes with to the ball. But Ron just treats them like trash. I think it's Padma. I don't really remember. I think you're right. Ron is... I think you're right. Sorry, I know he's your favorite character, but like he's a butt at that. No, not for this reason. (laughs) Honestly, I think he was my favorite character because I had such a big crush on Rupert Grant growing up, and it's just like has stuck. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a gorgeous man. That's how I feel about Sirius Black. So I get it. Yeah, exactly. You, you and Gary Oldman, Me and Gary Oldman, like star-crossed lovers. <laughs> no, in my fantasy, because I was like deep into Lord of the Rings at the time that Prisoner of Azkaban came out. So in my fantasy, Sirius Black is Viggo Mortensen, Aragorn, and. Aragorn and fucking Sirius Black. I'm sorry, they're the same person. So that's that crop. Can you imagine that like mashup of human being? Like, holy shit, we do not deserve no. it. No, 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 no. But I do want it. <laughs> so Aragorn Black. Ooh. Strider Padfoot. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> but Padfoot Strider is a little bit better. It is. What about Serious, what's Aragorn's last name? Ar- oh, Mortensen. <laughs> Aragorn Mortensen. I heard Serious Mortensen. <laughs> I just want to see Serious Black King of Gondor. Like, I need to see whatever the hell that is. <laughs> yes, please. Oh my wow. God. Well, that just about does it for this. Harry Potter magical episode. You know, and ju- I just want to give like an honorable mention. Just because she doesn't have any sisters doesn't mean she's not an amazing sister. Ginny Weasley, mm. honorable mention. You're a fucking queen. To and I love be you. that awesome and badass and just to deal with being the only sister when there's a million boys. How many? Seven? I don't even know. So many. Insanity. Damn, bro. Like, good for you. Yeah. I mean, she killed it. She did. In every way. She really did. We just, I couldn't, we couldn't not mention her now. Love you, Jenny. Forever.